0: to the Health and Hustle podcast. My name is Brian Sharp and I'm your host. And for those of you that are new, which would be all of you, including you, Darren, everybody, everybody's new because we're just getting this baby off the ground. Uh, But this is a community we're building for business builders, for leaders, for humble high achievers that are looking to find that ever elusive balance between their personal and their professional life. Um, So this is a place where we're going to dig in. We're talking about the hard stuff. We're going to learn some of the good stuff, all with the goal to help improve our businesses, our careers, our families and marriages, even our community. Um, And uh, we're going to do that by untangling this connection between help and hustle. Uh, So wherever you're at in your journey, uh, we encourage you to join us to collaborate and engage. And uh, we're glad you're here. And I'm also glad to have here my friend, Darren Verasami. 34 strong to kick us off right. How are you, my friend, Brian? I'm doing great, man. It's so
1: good to see you. You know, we we don't get to spend nearly enough time together, but it is it's awesome. I I
0: feel really honored to be one of your earliest guests on uh, on the show. You're you're one of the first handful on purpose, and uh, but I think we should just end it right there. So thanks everybody for joining. We're just gonna leave it at that. That was awesome. <laughs> But let, we should talk about that like that we making time right for for people that we enjoy each other's company we every time we get around each other we get all fired up so we we know we've known each other for a minute and we'll probably unpack that a bit during here but um, i wanted to to first welcome you and thank you you guys are doing some great work if you're not familiar with 34 strong a uh, strengths based coaching company uh the student, doing a lot of amazing work but really with with the vision and goal of building better places to work you do a lot i think in the government space a lot in tech and fortune 500s all the way down to small to mid-sized businesses so just to give some context as we dig in because that was one of the reasons i wanted you here today but we're going to probably get into a lot of stuff but tell us real quick what what are you up to what are you guys doing these days and did I say it right? Did I get it
1: right? Oh, you got it all right, Brian. Yeah, you've got it all right. Yeah. We are we are out there fighting the good fight, trying to create great places to work. And you know, right now in the season of what I guess what we can call 2020 of you know that's going to be a new term for crisis and uncertainty. I think yeah, no term, kidding. Just, just drop it as 2020. But in going through everything that's happened here, um, a big part of that on the culture side has been just really empowering people to lead strong in times of uncertainty because it's so challenging. You know, our stomachs are turning constantly in the work that we're doing. So that's in our organizations. But now more than ever, you know, we've been in coaching sessions with some of our clients and some of the senior leaders are saying, wow, I really need to know a little bit about my people's personal lives because they're now starting Mm -hmm. to realize you can't you can't hide exactly. these two things because they're they're on a crash course people yeah. people are on these zoom calls and different elements and what's right on the other side of that door well your three year old from you know potentially <laughs> running in <laughs> you know? literally that, yeah. that has only happened
0: right uh,
1: one time to me on a live webinar it hasn't happened yeah. on a podcast yeah. and uh, I don't think it'll happen today either they they know what's up but <laughs> people's minds uh, you know as we're working yeah. through this Brian and in and, and how leaders whether you're an army you know you got a large organization or whether you're you're a small team it's making that human connection with people because there's so many things that are going on not only in the work and and and, and on the home side but you know just in our society on the whole and those things kind of blend and being able to connect through a lens of compassion which is a key need of followers is a way that that people can build trust so that's been a lot of where our energy has been focused, and okay. really kind of helping to move the needle for the organizations that we serve. And you know, we're starting a podcast as well. I was telling you that um, coming up here called Manager Intelligence, but we're really talking about that. We're really addressing yeah. those elements
0: of leading strong in times of yeah. uncertainty. Go figure, they're people that we're working with, right? Like, Go figure, <laughs> home it's lives, amazing. and yeah. it's. It. I think there's someone asked me the other day. You know what. How do you feel right now? And, and there's I think there's some real benefits that will come. There's a lot of pain right now for sure, but I think what you just described I think as we become better leaders and and business owners and entrepreneurs, uh, managers by way of what you're talking about is is going to be exciting to see. So so let's let's jump into that a bit. You mentioned this whatever this is we're in this season. We're as of this recording mid 2020 who knows what next week or next year bring like as somebody who's building a business, you guys are growing crazy fast. You have employees, you have a young family. What's on your mind these days? Like what are you thinking about most or what keeps you up at night?
1: Well, thankfully I can say I don't stay up at night. I've never had that issue. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really try and live and work in a space where I don't have things that keep me up at night. and And, and, I, and I focus on that. Now that being said, what are the things that I jump out of bed and I'm thinking about <laughs> right. but when I get going? That that's that's a different different take. Yeah. Um, everything that you just mentioned is is important for me personally. I'll I'll answer this two two tiers. So me personally, yeah. and then just kind of on the business side as well as 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 an entrepreneur. So on the personal side, the challenge has been Brian, as you know, you know, 34 strong. We, we traveled all all over the place. Our whole team. We find out like look at the calendar late last year and beginning of this year and say, wow, we only have like one member, or two members that are actually in California right now. Everybody was traveling all over the place and going in a whole bunch of different directions. So ironically, I'm home now. I'm home a lot more and I'm loving that when I'm home. That being said, during the day, I have so much time on screen, on webinars, Mm -hmm. on different coaching sessions even though I'm around more, and especially when at least the COVID wave of things hit on the front end, that first kicked off because that was a big part of our response. I was here more, but I was actually not as connected with my family, if that can make any sense. Interesting. And with my wife, you know, we, we'd see each other, but the kids are around. As, as you know, I've got little ones. I know you've got some younger ones too. Yeah. My, my youngest is four. My, yeah. my, my daughter, she's seven. She'll be eight in a couple weeks. But they just have more needs. They're they can be self sufficient up to a point, but it was this really challenging season because I was feeling like I was here but kind of disconnected, yeah. um, and that that just didn't feel good as we were really working through the the, the fight of our life. Truth be told, for, from a business standpoint, when when everything first hit, not knowing where this would all hit, how it was going to ripple right. to our clients, and what was going to show up. So um, you were talking about you know the uncertainty from week to week we got into this whole phase, and this is at the core of what we've been teaching a lot of our clients as well, is the importance of finding certainty anchors. Uh, Brian, mm. you're familiar with Jonathan Field's work. I, I don't know if you've heard of his work, The Good a Life A little bit. Podcast. Yeah, just to yeah. the
0: surface. but yeah. So
1: he he's the host of The Good Life Podcast.
0: Right.
1: And he wrote a book back in 2000, I think it was 2010, 2011. And it was called Uncertainty using times of uncertainty as fuel for your brilliance. I love so it. In, in that book, he unpacks a key element, which has been a core of how I've tried to be living now and how 34 Strong is adapted. And even what we're teaching our clients uh, as we, we fold in some other stuff, it's finding certainty anchors.
0: Hmm. So it's
1: finding amidst this sea of just this ocean that we're swimming in of uncertainty on all these different levels of right. our life, the right. importance of finding what are anchors of certainty. And I'll give you an example of this. Like right now, something I am certain of, as I look out my window, I am certain the sun is not going to fall out of the sky and burn my house up during the course of this call. Now, by next week, that could probably happen the way that 2020
0: is. <laughs> No rules. No,
1: but, but my whole point here, man, is like yeah. we get to this phase of like, all we're, we, we are what we focus on. So we can lose sight of the little basic things that are actually still very certain in the world.
0: Right. And
1: there's nothing more that we're wanting to find than certainty, but we're conditioning ourselves to only see the uncertainty. Mm. This applies for us in our life. This applies for us as leaders. This applies for us as business owners. Because if you want to you know if you' you're, you're a really active guy, you've always been that way but if you think of it like a rock climber trying to climb a flat wall what do they need? They need an anchor to go to right, right. now it feels mm-hmm. like we're trying to climb the flat wall but if we're saying <laughs> oh well, I don't see anything to anchor to and then yeah. you're never going to climb right so if you're not intentional about seeing and looking for those anchors in your life again it could be as simple as the sun's rising it could be as simple as I'm looking around my room. I'm confident that uh, that the door that's to my office here is going to be there. It's not just going to yeah. fall off in the m- middle of this. I'm confident the chair that I'm seated on is going to be here. Those are the things that, We've been focusing on to advance this, and the final piece is, you know, I'll say this: where Lisa and I were, we're a mixed race couple with all yeah. of the just the racial uh, uh, conversations that are now taking place yeah. within the United States and across the globe. Um, we've been working through explaining that to our children, um, mm. but having conversations about that—they've yeah. been challenging and they've been amazing at the same time—and and having. Lots of those conversations. I don't. I don't really engage in a lot of that on social media on a personal level, uh, because I, I I feel like having just a real conversation with somebody and finding pockets to have that dialogue, whether you agree or not, right. that's a way that we can advance and we can learn more about different people's perspectives. Having a basic conversation is seeming on anything seems yeah. to be more of a lost art because right. it's, it, it's turning in these different directions. So that's, that's kind of where the focus has, has been, been for us and, um, and, and trying to stay active uh, amidst all of that too. Amidst so.
0: all of that. No, that's, that's good. I, it's interesting. I, I'm glad you brought up the, the race topic and it's interesting because I didn't even think about it going into this. Like, I know you, I admire you. I it's such a great example of just trying to be intentional right about having yeah. that conversation and making it productive. And, uh, so I think it's important. I think it's, it's part of what I want to do with help and hustle. And maybe there's another time to dig into that one more. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but another great example of just, I'm not, I didn't even think there, right. Didn't go there, right. Like you're daring. Um, and, uh, I have to do better. And, uh, so I appreciate you. And, and I, and I'd be interested Has that on the work side, has there been, Any adjustment or any have you seen conversations change since you're talking about people and relationships and connection and those sorts of things?
1: Yeah. So some of the some of the conversations that we've been having is some of our clients have been asking us how we, you know, how they can think of folding more diversity and inclusion type initiatives in with their work. Now, 34 Strong is highly focused on creating great places to work. And we do that through the focus on employee engagement. We do that through the focus on strengths. And a lot of that is tied into, you're you're familiar with this, but this this question, what happens when we focus on what's right with people instead of fixating on what's wrong with them? So we do that through the lens of, let's see people for their talents of how they Mm -hmm. shine. And what are the areas that they go to? We're not the experts on race and diversity and inclusion. So what we've been focusing on is trying to figure out who are some of those people in our networks that we know Good. and getting them connected and, and being a part of the conversation because what we ultimately want is exactly that to, to what happens when people can be seen through the lens of the talent that they bring, yep. right? Yep. Uh, not, not by the color of their skin or the sound of their name right. or something along those, those lines or whatever it might be or, or 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 any of those elements that are that are taking place or even by their gender right yeah. there's just there's there's so many different areas that that plays into so we are um we are getting more of those t- types of questions and dialogue and a yeah. lot of what we're addressing in leading strong in times of uncertainty is we talk more about that yeah. it's more a global with the whole storm of 2020 of everything yeah. that's taking place but yeah. again i come back to conversations are ways for us to find common ground yep. on, on, on where the issues are and how we can build those certainty anchors to at least to create positive change.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate it Cause I think the leaders are where that's going to happen. When we start thinking and talking, that's where the change is going to happen. So that's important work. I'm glad to hear you guys are incorporating that. Um, let's, let's talk, you, you mentioned a little bit earlier about when you, I think all of us went through this transition as COVID started. And we, you know, I described it as like kind of there was the surprise phase and then there was the denial phase. And then there was the, Oh crap phase. Like this is real and I'm going to have to change some things. And, and you mentioned, even as somebody who I admire with all these strengths and you're so um, intentional about everything it was still a little of a struggle for you for that adjustment. Right. So let's talk about that adjustment and how is it affecting employees, managers, or, or even you personally? And, and how are you helping people work through that, that adjustment? Because it's no longer now just I have to work from home. That was the cute thing in the beginning, right? This is real now. Like we've got to run businesses and build teams and keep people engaged when we might not see them for a year. It's a real thing, right? So how is that playing with the mindset and mental health? And what are you guys doing to, to help folks through that? So I'll I'll start with on the personal side through the
1: 34 strong journey, and then I'll talk about what's taking place on the workplace side. When it when it first hit and, and and it was going through, Brian, we we didn't know where things were gonna land for ourselves, for the business. We didn't know what June would look like. And you know, and here we are as we're having this inter- interview, it seems like there's a whole nother round of a, a new wave that seems to be coming through. And I come back to that point of certainty anchor. So with our team, you know, as we were going through this, we had to make some incredibly hard decisions that felt really hard in the moment, but we knew were the right decisions for the long term. Because if you don't make the hard decisions in the short term, you won't have the easy decisions to make in the long term. That's right. what it boils down to. Like if you that. don't make the hard decisions in the short term, then you might not even be around anymore to stay standing. Yeah. So we were willing to go through that dialogue, make some of those very, very challenging decisions, which included we, we did have to furlough some of our team members for sure. a period of time. I'm happy to report everybody's back, uh, awesome. has been back for a while. Uh, but we realized that was to protect the overall integral health of the company, just in writing through whatever is was going to be to make sure yeah. that we could make it to the other side. Now, the piece that was incredibly powerful when we were down to uh, just a very, a very, very small team and trying to work through strategically navigating through these waters. We had this mantra every single week we'd get to, get to Friday. And our only goal for the next week that I would, I would look at, I would tell Brandon, I would tell Aaron, our chief of staff, and I would say, say this, and, and we all agreed on this, our goal next Friday is to still be standing. That's, that's it. And we, and we said, I have no idea. None of us knew what that was going to look like. Yeah, right. We didn't know what it was going to feel like. And we gave everybody permission to just articulate how were you feeling and making sure that we pivoted in that season to check on the person first to figure out what was at play in their mind, their, their heart, their house, wh- what things were at, just to allow them to kind of hit that purge button, Brian, so that then they could show up strong mm. for whatever it was. And what do we need to do to be standing on Friday? Well, you gotta be standing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, even though it feels like you're not standing, you're still here. So just that process, we realized every Friday that we were standing, we were like that much stronger because we'd made it through another week. And that's exactly what our mantra became. And then we built from that. We use that as a certainty anchor to say, okay, what went right? this week for all the unknowns and all the things that we don't know. What's one thing that went right? What are some of the areas of certainty that we've uncovered? And that has helped us to just kind of keep building and leveling up along those sides. Now now on the business side, and that's a tip for businesses as well, right? Yeah, like I love it. Look, look towards that and, and feel, feel it. <laughs> it's going to suck. I'm yeah. not sitting here putting lipstick on a pig, man. No, you it's know, I don't roll like that, right? It's real. It's going to suck and embrace yeah. the suck and be okay like <laughs> being okay with that of like telling yourself this sucks i'm not saying like go pretend like everything's rosy now if you need to shed a tear you need to not feel good it's okay and then take that moment in and realize mm. i'm still here we're still mm. standing we still got this there's a way forward
0: that's good
1: the business side has been one piece that i could say that we've really pivoted it's a really simple technique individualize your communication with your people so we've been telling this to a lot of leaders this comes right out of our manager intelligence series right like uh, this is this is a program these these are 12 proprietary manager intelligence skills that we've identified that the best managers have you know over over the goods and the bads but they have developed and honed these skills to really engage their teams and when I say individualized communication, I mean, spend the time right now identifying how is it that people learn best on your team? How is it that they best take, take, take information from you? Because you might have been able to go down to their office, knock, talk, talk to them. But now right. through Zoom or through a phone call, a lot of times leaders will communicate the way that they want to be communicated to. For sure, Only to find that, oh wait, I just told Brian that. Now he's told it on somebody else. And it's like, remember when we played telephone as a kid, Brian, you'd whisper something in your ear, it goes around the room and it comes out completely different. That's what we're dealing with. So being more intentional about asking those little questions of how do you best learn? You know, are you you doing okay? Checking in on them as a person Mm. and trying to identify how they best learn, how they best take in information. That's gonna be the difference between connecting with people building trust, building compassion, or derailing that. Hmm.
0: Because understanding how they learn is something that sometimes we skip, right? When we're understanding our people, right? We get communications great and how they like to be rewarded. And we go, you know, we got all the standard ones, but how they learn thinking about that, that's interesting. I I wouldn't have thought of that as being a real key there. I could see that being a big impact. It's super important
1: because some people might need to hear you say things, Yeah, And then they might need some time to think and process it. right? right? And I might be a leader that says, oh, well, I told you that, Brian, why didn't you speak up at the time? And then you might say, well, I needed some time to think about it. I didn't have any questions at the time, but it really hit me tomorrow morning when I was going in, jumping into that project, that's when it hit me. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at you as a leader and not understanding that you needed some processing time. There's other people that are going to verbally process it right out. They're going to talk. And knowing those little nuances is, is the difference between you connecting with your people and keeping them engaged and yeah. actually pulling them in, strengthening your bonds right. in these times. I, I want to say that again. Some teams we've seen are strengthening their bonds and their connection mm-hmm. with each other in these times because they're going
0: back to the roots, bro. Yeah. That's what it ties into. Because they're still standing, man. They got That's it, man. The they're anchoring. still standing <laughs> and they're the taking anchoring. care of the roots. What, tell me a little bit about what you're seeing with Burnout are you seeing it? Is it, is it something to be thinking about or is it much ado about nothing? I mean, yeah, we get burnt out on doing video. Okay. Big deal. But how how do you monitor the burnout or are you, are you seeing any trends around burnout in the workplace with teams right now? We are, burnout's a real
1: thing. Burnout is a real thing. Um, and it's not as simple as, oh, we're, we're tired of being on video. Now, being yeah. around all of this electromagnetivity, whatever, somebody way smarter than me came up with those words, but all these electrical currents, what is our body? It's a source of energy. It's a source of electricity, right? right. So when we're not charging it or when we're too just seated in, in these places, we're not moving, we're not doing these things, yeah. we start burning out and, and it de-energizes us faster and it, it can have toxic effects on us. So, I'll start again. On the personal side, I've been managing that. If I'm in between webinars, I will, hey, if I got 10 minutes in between a webinar, I'm yeah. leaving a phone up here in the office, the, the computer's down. I might go outside for a few minutes, just walk around in, in in the backyard. If I can take a call, if I can have a call that doesn't need to be video, I've actually offered people that. I'm like, hey, I'll do a video call with you if you want. But how'd you like to have in a good old-fashioned phone call and nine times out of <laughs> ten, people are like, You would just that would be so amazing. We've I had, had so much conversation. I love, you. I love seeing you. I'd really love to see you, but man, I really don't want to be on my screen. So, being yeah. intentional about that, asking, yeah. Hey, do you want to do a Zoom? Do we need to share anything? Or could we do it on a phone call? Yeah, that's been intentional. And when I'm doing those phone calls, a lot of times I'm not sitting here chaining my computer or anything, I might just go outside, I might be you know, somewhere out away from, from a lot of these, these areas. So what have we been doing in our advice? Because it is a real thing, uh, with, with organizations we've been working with the power of the pause, man, the power of the pause, when we Mm -hmm. speak, it's not saying all the words. If we were to take this whole interview and we were to take every single word that you and I said, and we put it all on top of each other and said, Hey, here's the whole podcast interview in one second, it would be a bunch of gibberish, right? Right. But that's kind of the direction that life seems to push us. Like we have to do more. We have to do more things faster and all these things. It's actually the pauses.
0: Hmm. It's the
1: spaces that cause us to lean in. You're, you're a music guy. I'm a music guy. It's the spaces in the music. Think about this from a music standpoint when you're DJing, right? You, you build that point. It's all about what? The drop. When the music It's starts.
0: all about the drop, there. It's all Come about on.
1: the drop, man. <laughs> and then everybody is like leaning in like, oh, where's this going to go? And then it that's takes right. people to the peak.
0: Right. When
1: we stop, we actually create the opportunity to charge ourselves. And I know a lot of people listening might be saying, well, I don't have time to stop. That's the whole point. You actually yeah. have told yourself that. And because you've told yourself that, you're right. But that's exactly why you're feeling like you're burning out. Sometimes mm. the best way to speed up is to actually slow down. Yeah, you would, you would never expect your phone to work for the next three hours if it was on 2%, yeah. right? We'd never expect that. What would we do? We'd go plug it into an outlet, but yet we don't do that for ourselves, and we're electrical beings. We're currents. We're, we're made of water. We're electricity, and we don't take the time to charge that. So stopping, I, I have a practice as well, and I've shared this many times in webinars. I was telling you about leaving stuff up here in the afternoon. When, when I have shut down and I know, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go turn out, uh, be with the kids, be yeah. with my family. I leave everything up here. I'm, not, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to be the guy that's stopping COVID. I'm so not going to stop all this computer, stuff. So everything's everything. left right up here. And okay. I'm good with that for, for a few hours. And okay. hey, I can come back to it. It'll be there. Yeah. But getting okay leaving those things away and realizing it's going to be okay. And and that can be sound really difficult at first. So try it it in like a 30 minute burst, you know, at some point in your day, not, can you put your phone down? Can you put your phone in a different room? Get away from it. The big burnout at organizations, which is really important for people to be aware of. I have the opportunity. I have the honor. I'm I'm able to set up in a separate room, Mm. right? For a lot of people, they're working and their dining tables here. They've got a computer set up there. So it's, it's easy real. to always be plugged in. One thing that we've been saying is be intentional about your workspace, like log yeah. off. And even if it involves physically taking your computer, putting it in a different area, yeah. just some of the work stuff, because it's so easy for people to right? say, oh, I'm going to go do, you know, five minutes of email and what's five minutes turn into. You've done it I've done it Come on. I know, right? It's
0: like me? two hours. <laughs> me, never, right? That's how it always. 100 percent. 100 percent. That's all I'm doing here is learning. I'm, I mean, I'm writing stuff down, man, like this is, this is good. Be the unplugged. So the power of the pause, I like that, the power of the pause. The, the power of the pause,
1: and, and I'll, I'll even go so far as to say this. this is very personal and near and dear to me. Uh, the power of the pause. Go outside. Go mm-hmm. outside let the, let the sun hit you, taking a breath of air. You, you want to, you want to get some collaboration, go outside, look at the tree swing, look at the bird yeah. swing. Yeah. Biomimicry is the process of studying what's happened in the natural world to create excellence. It's actually mm. at the core of so many things that we have, right? What inspired us to fly? Well, we saw things flying in the sky. We're like, wouldn't that be cool if we mm. could do that, right? We look at all these things and, the natural world has been the birthplace of human excellence for millennia. And we now live in a, in a space where in North America alone, this was cited from the UN, 90% of our time is spent indoors. So we've lost wow. connection to one of the greatest collaborators. It's always there. It's right outside of our door. Think about how you feel when you go on a bike ride, man. When you go yeah. hit the mountains. Are you ever like, man, that was the worst idea ever? It just sucks. Yeah. no. Nope. We live for this stuff, yeah. but we can be more intentional about that. That's that's at the core of what, what my, that, that's a little nugget that I'm, I'm getting into in my my TEDx talk coming up here in November.
0: That's good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. What else are you working on, right? So for a lot of people who are listening or watching, they see you. I mean, you just, this stuff is just in your DNA, man. And that's what I've always been drawn to you for. You can just press play and you just go and just nuggets of wisdom. I love it. Um, love the smile to you, like the greatest smile ever. So addition to your smile and all, but what are you working on? What, what's hard for you in this area? Like does unplugging come easy to you or what's an area that you're working on right now? Yeah. Unplugging. It's something that I preach. It's something that
1: is near and dear to me. It's something that I do and it, it has been challenging. I'm in a much better place in June than I was in like March and April. It was, exactly. it was very, very challenging. Yeah. Um, and I was feeling that on not only on the, on the work side, cause there was always more that could be, be done. Not only was I was more connected to my computer and work. And like I was telling you, just feeling really highly disconnected from my family, not even knowing hmm. fully well where things were at, just that I normally when I'm flying back and forth across the country, I knew and yeah. just wasn't there. Um, so that wasn't feeling very good. Okay. So I, 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 I'm I in a much better place with that. Um, making sure one way I've been protecting the charge time, Brian, has been I have not stopped getting up early. Like a lot of people are like, oh, work from home. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sleeping in. Now, I've been getting up at, you know, five 530 in the morning still. Every day I'm outside because mm-hmm. that's my quiet time. No phones, no computers, no none of that. It's just my time to charge, Mm. to think, to literally warm my body and my mind up for whatever the day is going to bring at me because that's what I can't control. I can't control what's going to come at me, but I can control making sure that every day I have that certainty anchor built Mm. into my day. So I've been working really deeply on myself in those places. Other things I'm, I'm, I've been making sure that I'm in that time I'm reading. I, I picked up Jim Quick's book, Limitless. And I'm like, mm-hmm. he talks about some techniques for speed reading. So I've been actually working on some of those things and kind of trying to level up there. Uh, that's all on the personal side. And at 34 Strong, we're in the wave of building out a whole new wave of uh, a whole new series of webinars that we're going to be offering. Yeah. Just thinking about like, hey, business yeah. has certain elements now, but now we're leapfrogging into what are the next tiers? And we're looking at this as if this is the new normal, if this is the new operating system. What are the other pivots that we need to go through? And just trying to look at them on the whole yeah, and then yeah. picking, not fixing all of them at one time, picking the one thing that we're going to attack and what's it t- take to attack that until that becomes a habit. So that. there's, there's those elements I've been playing a lot of bass. Um, yeah. trying to do a lot of stuff with the, with the family Um you know and and getting the kids outside a lot Um, and kids are both riding on two wheels now so that has turned me into interestingly enough man that's turned me into on our street i've i've gone to from not doing as much running as i had done they've got to do sprints again i'm I'm having to do sprints and these kind of kids (laughs) racing me and i'm just like oh (laughs) man
0: I was we talking gone. about that the other day. Someone's was like, do you really have to run after your kid when you're teaching them? And yeah, yeah, that's the deal. That's like yeah. the gate. If you could sprint with your kid, you've earned it. So Yeah,
1: I can sprint and they're on bikes and I'm like, okay, <laughs> health is still good enough. And, 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 and martial arts has been keeping me granted. I obviously can't do anything with people, but we have a bag yeah. here and maintaining that has been huge,
0: man. I feel like I got more energy now just listening to you. That's good. I appreciate you sharing that because it's, there's a lot, I mean, it, it's there's so much change and so much we're trying to unpack and adjust. And, and then for the people who are listening and watching this, these are people who are high performers, like they're wired to go do stuff. So I appreciate that. I want to finish with kind of a quick, what's that? Go ahead. I was just
1: going to say one quick comment on that. Yeah. I talk about bass and I talk about things that, that give me energy people are are, are struggling, Brian. They're they're going through challenging times. I've been coaching lots of those high achievers and those high performers. Um, One of the powerful tools that I'll share with everybody, just take a moment if you are going through the struggle. And even if you're not, even if you're feeling really good, now's a great time to do that if you're actually feeling really good. Go through a list of all the things that make you feel energized and have made you feel energized. You used to do the whole DJing thing back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. And then what's happening right now? You're bringing yeah, it back, bringing right? Bringing it You're back, it. baby. Saturday parties, right? <laughs> but it right. makes you feel good. And the whole yeah. thing is we are what we focus on. And we're our, our, our where our thoughts go, Brian, our energy flows. So me playing bass, yeah, I want to become better as a bass player. I've had the opportunity to connect with some incredible musicians. I was in a bass camp this weekend with a five-time Grammy award-winning bass player, uh, Victor Wooten and, and a whole bunch of other iconic musicians and I'm sitting there learning. But as I develop as a bass player and as I go back to ground in an area that I feel strong and good, guess where that energy goes? Every other aspect of my life because yeah. it creates a certainty anchor of something that you feel strong in. So mm. this again gets to the power of the pause. Pause yep. for something that energizes you or has energized you. Go, you know, maybe maybe somebody likes knitting, right? Go do that.
0: Right. <laughs> Whatever it is,
1: Right. Go back and spend some time doing that. Give yourself the permission to do that. And that might just light the fire for all the other areas that people yeah. are feeling stuck.
0: So glad you said, yeah, I could see your bass hanging up there. In, in, oh, that's uh, one,
1: man. There, there's got, a whole. Yeah,
0: maybe next time we'll get you to play a little bit. But yeah, there's a whole. There's a whole <laughs> got a whole pile of them.
1: Well, this is just, this is not even my actual studio. Below is my
0: studio. This, this is my other baby.
1: Below. Oh, there we go. Nice. And then right beneath this is a whole series of, that's a whole
0: music room. So I'll give you a oh, tour. It. Time.
1: That's got the the other bases. We'll get you to do an
0: outro next time. But I, uh, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I think one of the benefits of of COVID in the extra time we have is you, you, you kind of listen. Help and hustle wouldn't have happened if if was you know COVID uh, slowed me down. I was like I needed to feed that passion right, that energy. I, this was one place to direct it. Working out, doing other things. I was telling a friend the other day. I said, "Man, I haven't worked out this much in 20 years because I'll go nuts if I can't. I have to I have to move." So, yeah, but putting it into something that gives you energy. I like the way you put that. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's, we
1: all have the energy.
0: Yeah, you, you get you get to
1: control if it's going to be negatively focused or positively focused. Sure, you don't have to let somebody else's opinion of you or of the yeah. situation become yours. That's Come on what- now, turn off the damn TV. Play the yep. bass. That's our, that's our deal, right? That's it, man. Play the bass, DJ, <laughs> yeah. you a Friend, you know, you do, do something, do something that matters. Cause I think people yeah. are going to look back at this time and we're going to say either, you know, a, I've got through every single show on Netflix <laughs> and then regret it. Like maybe, maybe, right. maybe there was some things that I could have done and then yeah. there's going to be some that are looking at it. Like they just grew. Yeah. And what, what's one thing we know about life. We got the seasons, right? Yep. You've got winter, after winter comes spring, after, after spring comes summer, after summer comes fall. Even though the sun's out right now when we're recording this, we're in winter. And what happens mm-hmm. in the winter? The leaves ain't out on the trees, but mm-hmm. the roots are getting worked on. Yeah. But we got to be intentional about working on those roots. Right now yep. is a season where we can work on the roots very deeply yes. and think about the roots of others that we can serve because it's challenging because yep. we're accustomed to seeing the leaves out there. Yep.
0: There's going to be a season of innovation that comes from this. It's going to be cool to watch, but let's do this. I've taken up a lot of time. I want to finish with a few quick, just quick thoughts on help and hustle, right? So we talk a lot about the help side is self-care. You know, a lot of things you've talked about, mindset, attitude, energy. What do you think of when when you think of help?
1: When I think of help, I think of number one, what are the things that I'm doing to work on myself so that I can serve others? It's always mm. in service to others. A lot of times we can get stuck in times of challenge and we can say, I need help. I need help. I need this. Yeah. And if we just shift that question to what do others need, a lot of times that's the answer.
0: Oh, that's what good. is it
1: that others need? Who can I serve? Who can I help? And when you go through that way, what does it do? It changes our ability in our thinking yeah. and a lot of times it opens up exactly the help that we needed yeah. because those the, the, the people end up showing up because we all have something to give in some way or the other
0: yeah it's good motivator too let's flip the script though the wiring we all have you and I have talked a lot about this the hustle so the hustle's getting after it it's the growth it's you know the sales marketing it's where do you think of when you think of hustle Oh, I
1: I think of focus. I think Mm. of the making sure you're doing the work on yourself. And it's not out of selfishness, it's out of selflessness. Because if we were selfish, if I was selfish, I'd sleep till eight o'clock every day, Mm -hmm. right? If I'm selfless, I'm willing to get up early to put some energy into my day so I can show up strong for whoever I need to serve. That's that's what it's about. So, the hustle means doing those things, the sales, the marketing, taking care of the business, and and focusing on sales, focusing on marketing, focusing on profitability. That's not selfish. That's making sure that your business is staying healthy. Your business is is, is not going to, you know, contract the COVID virus, right? It's not going to contract it. But how we show up can cause the demise of our businesses and, and, and different things like that. So, pouring into that hustling is critical. Now here's the here's the delicate part about hustle, Brian. We can get caught up in just hustling for the sake of hustling, which means we don't create the pauses and we actually just become box checkers and you're actually not looking at the return on time invested. Yeah. Now when we pause, when we put the spaces in between, we can actually step out of that for a minute and say, am I hustling on the right things? Yeah. And a real powerful part, part about hustle is not what you say yes to. It's actually what you're willing to say no to. Oh, come on right- now. Here we go. <laughs> when you say no to the right things, guess what yep. you do? You're saying yes to far more of the things that create the greatest return on your time invested so oh, we no. can hustle on the right things so that we're helping as many people as we can. We're serving as many as we can.
0: I love how that both those came to the same point for you. That's, that's work. You've done the work there, man. And I appreciate that. Let me finish with this. How, for you, do you balance those two? Because we do become box checkers on this side and it gets a little tilted. And then we, you know, so for you, what does balance look like? Knowing we don't get there, but what does balance look like to you between those two, help and hustle? Balance
1: is accepting that there is no balance. The balance is realizing you're always in between the pendulum swing, right? right? Like as a bass player, I've got to use use the musical analogy. Right it's not about the notes you play. It's about the notes you don't play. It's the spaces that we create, but you're jumping from one note to the next. And you're, you're always in that transition. So when we accept that, that's how we can realize, okay, I've swung in this direction. Now I'm, now I'm going to go back. And we, we can realize that. And that actually allows us, instead of fighting it, we're actually hustling in flow as, as opposed to hustling in the fight. We're going where the river is naturally going to take you. I think a lot of times we get caught in working towards oh I gotta move to this destination never realizing and create all this extra work to get there and then, and then when we look back we're like oh wow that the river was would have pushed me there anyhow I actually created a much longer much more painful path of getting there so um, that's guilty. finding hey guilty guilty, fault, guilty charge so the the, the, the the process of finding that balance or finding that connection point is actually accepting it, that it's there. Mm-hmm. And when you're in one season, if you're feeling too drained, like I've, I found this for myself, if I'm feeling like, man, I'm working really hard, it's kind of crazy, and I catch myself in the I don't statements, I'll immediately look at like, what can I put on my calendar that's white space time or just free time to go pick up my base or just say, I'm gonna go take a, take a walk with my kids right. right now or go do something to just charge that. And that creates it because that allows you to operate in that space of that back and forth at a, at a much, much higher level in regards to the outcomes that mm-hmm. we seek to have, which is a function of the return on our time invested.
0: We're gonna leave it right there, man. Thank you. I appreciate you. That is, that is awesome. I, I can't wait to have you back. I'm, I got all these questions now I wanna go right into, let alone have you play. Where can people find you? What are you up to? Where can we uh, connect with you uh, online and, and learn from you guys? So for me personally,
1: you can find me on Instagram at Darren Verasami. You can probably drop those in the chat. I think I I will. That you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, all of those places Uh, for 34 Strong. You can check us out at 34strong.com. You can also find us on Facebook as well as LinkedIn, follow us there. Um, If you want to stay more connected to some of the work that I'm doing as well, you can take a look at darrenverasamy.com. We've got, for 34 Strong, we've got a podcast coming out real soon in July, Manager Intelligence. And on the heels of my TEDx talk, I've got a personal podcast I'll be launching a little bit later that is, I'm conducting some interviews right now. It's going to be the research into the talk and and some work that I'll be doing later on that. That'll be on darrenverasamy.com.
0: Awesome. Love it. I'll make sure and share all of that in the notes. Thank you for being here, man. I know how busy you are and this was really valuable. So appreciate you. See you soon. Thank you, Brian. My pleasure. Anytime. All right. Thanks everybody.